Hello! Hi! You are now listening to Tragical. Woo-woo! Where we recap, roast, and review Disney movies. The three R's. I feel like we never announce our podcast at the beginning. We just go for it. I mean, for the first, like, 12, we forgot to even say who we were, so... Yeah, so I figure episode, what, 60? I don't know where we are. Episode 59, (laughs) I figure, you know, why not have a legitimate intro? Yeah, you really threw me off there, honestly. (laughs) I was like, hello? What are we, professionals now? (laughs) What's happening? Anyway, this is Melissa. And this is Kat. Welcome. Hello. I'm really sorry, guys, but my dad cannot find a photo of me as baby Hercules. I know that it exists. Mm -hmm. We will continue our search. I was a very cute little Hercules. She was. So this time, we're here to tell you why Xenon, girl of the 21st century, is tragical. This was our March Madness winner for 2022. Woo! So... We did DCOMs this year Mm -hmm. and Xenon came out on top out of 16 movies. I'm so upset that you guys let Cheetah Girls fall out so early. They made it to like the second round. That's not far. (laughs) And I thought they were going to go all the way at least to like, if not the very end, the like second to last round. I thought it was going to be this or Smart House. I really did. I knew Smart House would make it far. And then I knew Xenon was probably going to either win or be second place but y'all did me dirty i probably would have picked stuck in the suburbs or brink but it's okay i like xenon i like space (laughs) space all right (laughs) space good this one cracks me up because it's like the future and we're 23 years out from when this movie came out in 1999 and it's like no not it no i mean we're almost living in space Jeff Bezos trying real hard. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> but I have some fun facts. Ooh, give them to me. So, um, there's seven. Total? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And they're not very fun. A lot of them are really just facts. Are you going <laughs> to read them all? Just some of them. The ones that I think are like mildly interesting. Okay. They're not as good as some of the ones we've had in the past, but they're not horrible. So the first one is that the film takes place in April of 2049. Is that closer than? No, that's further away than we are from when this movie came We're out. We're almost at the halfway yeah. mark because that's 27 years from now mm-hmm. and this was 23 years ago. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. I just, <laughs> I'm glad they thought in 2049, we would have people literally living in space. We could. I mean, technically, it's a space station, which we do have people living on space stations. Yeah, Jeff is he's trying. <laughs> give him a give him a couple of decades. <laughs> um, so Gregory Smith, who played Greg, they really worked really hard on his character's name, revealed in an interview that a lot of the Earth scenes were shot at his real life high school, and that a lot of the extras in the background were his like real life friends. They just used random children who were actually in school. 
First of all, why you hate on the name Greg? No, I just think it's really funny that his real name is Gregory and they named the character Greg. Like, oh, <laughs> they were like, bet. What's your name? Greg? Okay, right. Perfect. <laughs> it was literally just at his high school and he was like, all right. <laughs> that would be so weird. Right. And then he just like, what, goes to first period after filming and just like lives his casual life. Like, right. The next one I have is at some of the doors on the space station, there are VTech mini wizard games used as pin pads. They literally just use those little like fake tablet games that they used to have. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. You never saw like those little like VTech. They were like like the leapfrog games kind of. It's literally just has games on it. It's not like a full I'm tablet. I'm it. I'm doing a Google. <laughs> VTech mini wizard game. Let's see. It looks like Bop It. What was the one? It looks like Simon. Let me see. Oh, should we post a photo of yeah. the B-Tech mini wizard? <laughs> okay, I'll post it on the gram. I thought it was like a mini, like the leapfrog, like pads. You know what I'm saying? We like could the... literally purchase one off eBay for 10 whole doll hairs. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's really the last like mildly interesting one. <laughs> There's one about how Raven Simone and Kristen Storms and then one of the directors all worked in like the Kim Possible franchise, but like, uh, like it's not even, yeah, but okay, who great. cares? That's all Disney. That's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, great. <laughs> but so our story begins with Xenon, girl of the 21st century, uh, waking up to her data zap. Which is an iPad. So that came to fruition at least. Super close. Her wake up call is her recording herself, giving herself like morning affirmations. (laughs) So again, like we're doing pretty good so far for the 21st century. I think the last person I want to wake me up is myself. Absolutely. (laughs) I do not. First of all, you'd have to record yourself giving yourself these affirmations. Is it the night before? Is it a week ahead of time? So you kind of low key forget what you told yourself. Like I don't. Like Sunday night, she records them for like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. (laughs) Awful. I hate it. Well, Kat, it doesn't work. So her morning (laughs) affirmations, uh, much like you, (laughs) she could not get up to her alarm. So her mom and dad, who are scientists on the space station that they live on, they come in and they wake Xenon up because she's not getting up to her morning affirmation alarm. And then we pan out to... (laughs) I knew you were going to say something. (laughs) The CGI rendering of this spaceship. And it literally looks like a child's drawing, like superimposed on like a space background. It's so bad, y'all. Like I could draw a better space station than that. I really could. It was not good. It was very not good. I mean, (laughs) it was in... If you watch this movie for just the first five minutes so you can see this CGI space station, I would recommend. Absolutely. (laughs) So Xenon goes to the mess hall or whatever. What's it? They have a name for their cafeteria. I don't think I ever wrote it down. I don't think I did either. I didn't even realize it had a name. Whatever. The mess hall fucking major because everything in this movie is major. (laughs) Everything in this movie is major. So it sure is. She tries to get to the mess hall major for breakfast, but she's running late, obviously. But don't worry because her homegirl Gemma in the kitchen gets her like a granola bar breakfast burrito situation. I don't know what she gave her. She gave her some weird space food. Yeah. The adult 
adult uniforms are like purple with like pink buttons and shit like yeah it was some weird like clown shit if that's the way corporate america is heading i definitely need to get out soon space clowns i am not wearing that shit (laughs) you don't want to look like a space clown no they look (laughs) ridiculous um xenon runs into the commander commander plank Uh, much like greg they did not think on the name very hard (laughs) and he's like Please behave, Xenon. Apparently, Xenon's um, a troublemaker. I think that was the whole point of that situation. Mm -hmm. So there is a pathway blocked while Xenon is trying to get to class. But don't worry, guys, because Xenon just climbs through the ceiling because that's just the way she lives. And she gets to class through an alternate ceiling route. And everyone's like angry at her for skipping them. Climb up the ladder too then, bet. Yeah, you can climb through the ceiling. No one's stopping you, worker people. (laughs) So in class, Xenon's teacher is a hologram. His name is Mr. Perez. And he says that Chelsea Clinton is the president of the United States, I'm imagining. I don't know. Pop off, sis. Are we still, is the United States still together in 2049? We don't know. Honestly, who knows? Anyway, Chelsea Clinton's the president. You go, girl. And then Xenon is in like 2049 BuzzFeed or something. (laughs) And she reads that Microbe, her favorite pop boy band, is coming to the space station for a concert. And her crush major is the lead singer Protozoa. And you can win a contest to dance with him during the concert iconic i'm just gonna say it protozoa is fine as fuck my love for him has held the test of time i would agree with that because he is good looking it's the accent for me i don't even know if it's a real accent but i'm still here for it so we're back at the mess hall major after class (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember what they called their little cafeteria and it was like the lunching pot or some dumb shit so Commander Plank announces to the entire mess hall that they're not in the military. I don't know why I keep calling it a mess hall. This isn't Girl Scout camp. I don't know. At lunch, Major Commander Plank announces that Mr. Parker Wyndham, the owner of this space station, is going to be coming to the space station and they have to prove that they are worthy of the Wyndham Corporation's money because their space station is basically falling apart and they need more funding for their science and to improve the space station. Xenon's parents are working on a bone marrow transplant that would literally save millions of lives, but they can only do the experiments in zero gravity, which is why they need to do it on the space station. And it's like everything else happening on the space station is similar things where it's life altering, life changing science experiments that can only be done in space. So they're like, well, we have to get this funding or all of this shit goes to hell. Like, Yeah, that's the dumbest (laughs) shit I've ever heard. Like, How are you going to experiment on a rat floating around if you're not in space you can just (laughs) have like a zero gravity machine down on earth no not good enough okay no (laughs) the cgi rat also (laughs) it's really good it's second best to the cgi space station it was pretty good also animal testing wow xenon's parents you're so forward (laughs) yeah in 2049 you really would think we would be done with that so anyway xenon and her parents are back at their apartment major and (laughs) xenon is freaking out because she doesn't want to move back to earth so she really wants to impress mr windham so he'll give them more money 
and her dad, who kind of creepy. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, sir, whoever you are. He is like, it's okay. We're not going to go back to Earth. We're going to impress Mr. Wyndham. The mom sort of seems like she is indifferent about going back to Earth. Like she gives a weird response, but then they never go anywhere with that storyline. So yeah. I wonder if something got like rewritten somewhere. Cause she's like, you don't want to go back to Earth, right, mom? And the mom was like, no answer. So I was like, oh, what's up with mom? But then there's like nothing later in the movie. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's like they started a storyline and they forgot that they started it. <laughs> yeah. Like the entirety of Game of Thrones up until season eight. <laughs> like they were like, listen, Xenon girl the 21st century has to come out at 7 p.m eastern standard time so we just have to cut edit and get this bitch out there (laughs) like i feel like they yeah they cut a storyline with mom somewhere which is fine because mom and dad were tbh really annoying also this movie was far longer than it really needed to be if you ask me (laughs) i liked it it was good it was a good movie it was just long (laughs) so xenon and her friends are in her bedroom major and she's a lot of boys in her room they are (laughs) gossiping listen the one kid you don't need to worry about him because he's a little queen (laughs) yeah (laughs) and they're gossiping about earth they're like people on earth still sneeze like wtf Yeah, how um, 1992 of them. None of them have ever sneezed up on the space station. Imagine how nice that would be. I mean, it would be really nice. As I'm over here rubbing (laughs) my eyes so hard, they're bleeding. Like... So then Xenon has the bright idea to go watch the solar flare, but she can't watch it like a normal person through the window. She wants to watch it in space. So she convinces all her friends to help her put on a <laughs> spacesuit and travel out into space so she can watch this solar flare. So much for behaving before Mr. Wyndham gets there. And her friend Lynx is supposed to be the one being a lookout for any adults that might come and catch them. But instead, they're all staring at the solar flare. And of course, they get caught with xenon fully out in space in a space suit she's not supposed to be in and lynx is fully a narc lynx is like um xenon's idea she made us help her the end yeah she fully snitches was lynx a girl yeah i don't remember any of their names it was a little girl (laughs) she was a narc So again, back at their apartment major, Xenon's mom and dad are scolding her and mom has to put on the stress helmet, which clearly is not working because she's still really stressed out. But also, where do I get one of those? I don't think it works. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) She seemed real stressed still. In her room, Xenon is making a protozoa doll. She makes like weird clay doll things. (laughs) They're all over her room. It's yeah, terrifying. they're really creepy, but she makes one of Protozoa and sends it in for the contest so she can dance on stage with Microbe. And she includes a photo of herself cut into a heart that the little Protozoa is holding on to. I mean, she's pretty stinking adorable. That was really a good choice on she, her end. Yeah, she really killed it. It's the next day or whatever. And <laughs> whatever. Monday. I don't fucking care. And Mr. Wyndham arrives 
And he's going through the hallways with Xenon's mom and dad. And they run into Xenon. And Xenon meets Mr. Wyndham. Honestly, she's kind of a cool kid. So she impresses him and he like offers her a PR internship. But then he calls um, Microbe. He calls him Microscope. So immediately Xenon is like, fuck this old man. (laughs) I don't like him. Yeah, he's like trying to pretend to be hip. And it just really doesn't work for him because he's like a creepy old white man. And she's just like, "Mm, this is a big no for me, my guy. Hey, Microscope is my favorite band. We love love Microscope. It's Microbe, you fucking moron. So then we come to find out when Xenon's talking to all of her friends that everyone loves Mr. Wyndham, that even all the kids are like, oh, yeah, he knew about this cool thing and that cool thing. And he was talking to me about this really cool thing that only us hip kids know about. Like this man did like research into what these teenagers give a fuck about up in space. But then also he charms all of the parents too. like there's something fishy (laughs) going on here. He loves science and he eats Tide Pods. I don't know. What are the kids doing these days? That's kind of old, but. TikTok dances. <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah, Mr. Wyndham's up there doing TikTok dances with the kids. Could you imagine he just is up there? He's like, I'm a savage. Sassy me. That's also like, so, like, so <laughs> We're so irrelevant. We're like Tide Pods and Savage. <laughs> We're so hip with the time. We are Mr. Window. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. We're just trying to be relevant. We're just trying to be cool. So later on that day, Xenon is sifting through the recycling for materials to make her creepy dolls, I guess. Or they also make like clothes and shit out of trash. She's a material girl. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> literally a recycled material girl. Yeah, she's literally looking for materials. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the cool things. See? I pay attention. <laughs> Recycling material girl. Material girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and she sees Mr. Lutz, who is the assistant to Mr. Wyndham, sneaking around. And she asks what he's doing and if he's lost. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was just you know, checking out this here memory bank. And Xenon's like, don't go in the memory bank. That's like the core of the ship. And he's like, yeah, no, I I wasn't going to. And she basically convinces him to go back to bed. Also, I would like to point out his name is Lutz, but because we're so used to L-U-T-Z being Lutz in Tampa, (laughs) that you fully called him Lutz. Is it Lutz? (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was Lutz. I almost like phonetically spelled it out because I knew I was going to say it wrong. (laughs) But then as soon as you said it wrong. (laughs) Fine, Mr. Lutz, whatever. (laughs) I know, I hate it. (laughs) Anyway, a couple days later or something, Xenon is falling asleep in class because she's been stalking Mr. Lutz in the night and not sleeping. Girl, come on now. It is not that serious. She's trying to convince everyone that something is up with him and Mr. Wyndham. And everyone's like, Mr. Wyndham's great. But she also talks about how Wyndham is like a robot and they like really play at that angle. But then that's another thing again (laughs) that they never touch on. I fully was expecting this man to be like a literal robot this whole time. I think this movie is like unfinished. (laughs) And then they never touch on, like she mentions and everyone else kind of taps on it, but like no one, he's not a robot. Like what's up with mom and earth? Is Mr. Wyndham a robot? Like the world may never know. It's so weird. I need to talk to whoever made this movie. I have questions. Ellen, 
No, this wouldn't be Ellen. This is like a fucking decom. I don't know who we call for this. Oh, yeah, because that's Disney animation. We got to call Disney Channel. Patricia. <laughs> Patricia, we have questions. Patricia, answer the phone. Why are there only seven fun facts? <laughs> <laughs> None of them are good. So it's the night of the announcement for who will get to dance with Microbe. I'm going to go ahead and just spoil it. Xenon fucking wins. No way. Shocking. And she's so excited. And Protozoa is holding the doll of himself. <laughs> and he's like, look at me. I'm a doll. And he's like, can't yeah. wait to see you from my space concert, children. <laughs> also, there's only like 12 children on this whole yeah. ship. So they're having this whole all, ass concert. They're all the same age. <laughs> like, it's very weird. Oh my God, wait, they are. They're all between the ages of like nine and 14 or something. Weird. There's no like toddlers or teenagers. They're not allowed to have babies on the ship. <laughs> I don't know. No more adding people to this ship while we're here. <laughs> There were very specific instructions for being a scientist on this ship, I guess. I guess so. So that night, Mr. Lutz <laughs> breaks into the memory bank. He's very sus. He's very up to something. So Xenon is spying at Mr. Lutz through a grate and she watches him download some shit onto a tiny disc. And then he leaves the memory bank, but he drops it on the floor like a whole idiot. Xenon doesn't know the passcode to get out of the memory bank because she wrote it on her hand uh, and she got sweaty. <laughs> she got sweaty. Because she was like, you nervy. know, she was doing her little undercover. Yeah, she got nervous. <laughs> and she smeared the numbers. So, of course, she's like, well, I'm just going to guess because I'm 14. <laughs> Smart. The security alarm goes off and security comes and takes her to Commander Plank. And he is pissed. And mom and dad are there and they're pissed major. And Not pissed major. <laughs> I'm just going to add major onto everything forever. I also like that this is another time where she talks about how Wyndham is a fucking robot. I'm she telling like, you, they rewrote this movie midway. <laughs> she literally harps on it so hard. She's like, his eyes flash and he does this weird like twitching thing when he's thinking about things. It's like he's resetting. And I'm like, oh my God, this man's a robot. And then literally, first of all, also not to spoil anything, but Wyndham is not the main enemy in this. It's mostly like freaking Lutz. He does everything. Wyndham's well, barely in the background. Lutz is doing all the dirty work. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they harp so hard on Wyndham and it's... <laughs> and he's not even a robot. No. Like not to ruin the end of the movie. He's just not a robot. <laughs> I fully expected this man to like explode at the end of this movie or something. <laughs> Um, so mom and dad decide to send Xenon down to earth as her punishment to live with her aunt Judy. That is a very harsh punishment. They're grounding her, but like literally grounding her. They are putting her on the ground. But like, that's really harsh. Yeah. She loves space. She don't want to go to earth. But also, is that not punishment to the parents? Like... You're sending your only child away from you? Yeah, and to Aunt fucking Judy, wait till we get to this clown. It's not even like you're like, oh, I'm going to send you to a boarding school in the same state. You're fully sending this child. I don't like, think that's an option on the <laughs> space station. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you're literally sending her, like, millions of miles away. Yeah, but to them, that's like a 30-minute space trip. Space ride. A space, space shuttle. Space <laughs> ride to space. It's stupid. Anyway, so Xenon is leaving and she's going back on the same ship as uh, Wyndham and Lutz. We totally forgot to mention that 
her best friend is Raven Simone and her name is Nebula. And <laughs> Nebula gives Xenon a cute little earring that she made out of this cute little disc she found on the ground outside of the little command center. Isn't that so cool? Wow. Bro, these kids love trash. They love it. What else do they have, Melissa? <laughs> what else do they have on this floating hunk of metal besides trash? <laughs> you not wrong. I like forgot it was Raven Simone actually. Yeah, she's now. so cute. And she was tiny. so tiny. They're all so small. So yeah, Nebula gives her an earring, but guess what, guys? It's not actually an earring. It is the computer disc that Lutz dropped on the floor outside the memory bank. Spoiler: It's pretty obvious <laughs> to the viewer. Yeah. <laughs> Also, right as they're about to leave, Wyndham makes an announcement that he is going to give $5,000 million to the <laughs> space station. Which in today's money is like $2. I don't know, $100 million. <laughs> But like, that's such a dramatic number. Like, do you need that much money for your yeah, space inflation. station? I'm just saying for like the space station, like it seems like it's doing just fine. It's falling apart. Remember Xenon had to climb through the ceiling to get to class? Like it was just one little thing. <laughs> I think it's fine. Xenon's parents need more rats to I experiment was, on. I was just about to say it's actually, <laughs> what is it? 5,000 million just for more rats. <laughs> we need more rats here at the space station. That's why everything's breaking. They're chewing all the wires and <laughs> anyway, so Xenon leaves on the same spaceship, space bus, I don't know, as space bus. Mr. Lutz and Mr. Wyndham. And they travel back to Earth and they land at some unknown Earth location. <laughs> but they land at like a dock on the water. Yeah, it's very weird. So, like, I mean, that makes sense though, because all the Space launchy places are on the coast. Space launchy places? You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Please elaborate. What are they called? Where the launchy pads are. <laughs> I'm we've clearly a space been, scientist. We've been to one. I guess the space center? Is that where they throw them off? Na NASA. SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> it's just naming space things. <laughs> Stars. What is that called? <laughs> rocket launch i don't know but like know the name facility. of the place <laughs> anyway <laughs> we're smart so it's not like a space it's like a space airport okay anyway but it's on the space water airport? anyway <laughs> the space like port, that. but it's on the water <laughs> listen Watch the movie your fucking self no i'm kidding <laughs> i just love the fact that xenon gets off of the space bus and immediately sneezes Oh, yeah, she she done had her first <laughs> sneeze. You know what they say? Blonde sneeze in the sun. What? Blonde sneeze in the sun. I sneeze in the sun, too, and I'm not blonde. Okay, well, you have light hair, so <laughs> you're, like, looped in with the blondes. Someone should teach her to look at the sun and say pineapple. That's only if you have to sneeze. That's what I'm saying. Feel it coming on. No, that's different. <laughs> Xenon, look at the sun and say pineapple. I don't think you look into the sun. <laughs> I think that's like... Don't some people sneeze when they look at the sun? No, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if, you, if you're you inside and you feel like you have to sneeze, you look at the light. Look at a light. Don't, guys, <laughs> don't look at the sun. 
Don't wait. I guess what I'm trying to say is don't look at the sun. (laughs) Don't some people sneeze when they look at the sun? Why does that happen? That's what I'm saying. People with light colored hair, like when you go in the sun, you sneeze. I don't know. I think it actually has to do with your eye color. I think it's your light colored eyes. That's what I'm saying. When people look at the sun, they sneeze. No, baby, you're not. No, you don't have to look at the sun. No, that's a thing. I'm serious. Like when you like look at the sun, people sneeze. Right. But you don't have to look directly at it. You could just go outside and then sneeze in the sunlight. You don't have to peer into the flaming so, ball in the sky. Like for what? I, guys, don't look at the sun. <laughs> like, you burn your little retinas. <laughs> don't do that. And Kat's like, everybody go outside and look at the sun. You'll be fine. <laughs> look directly into the flaming ball in the sky. And if you're inside and you feel like you have to sneeze, if you look up at the light and say pineapple, not the sun. Not the flaming ball in the sky. <laughs> You've been misinformed. I'm sorry. I know nothing. Clearly. This is like the Space Center all over again. <laughs> I think it's called the Space Center. I'm going for it. Okay. I'm going to believe you because I don't know any better. So, Amen, brother. Anyway, Xenon sneezes and then she literally falls down the stairs. Yeah, Xenon <laughs> fully falls down the stairs. So as Xenon, who's never been to Earth before, is just going to casually walk out to get picked up by her aunt. She, <laughs> they just like leave her. The, she know. has no help at all. She <laughs> tells Mr. Wyndham and Mr. Lutz that she's not fooled by them and she's on to them. And she like puts her hair behind her ear and Mr. Lutz sees her earring slash computer disc that he was supposed to have. Dun, dun, dun. All right. We got to talk about Aunt Judy. Aunt Judy, I say both. Aunt, aunt, I don't care. Aunt Judy is there to pick Xenon up at the dock seed spaceport. And listen, this bitch <laughs> cannot act. I'm sorry, queen, wherever you are. And Judy's really annoying. She's like afraid of everything, but it's not like in a realistic way. It's obviously played up and it's just really annoying. So Aunt Judy takes Xenon to get pizza and burgers and Xenon's like, I've never had a pizza or a burger because we can only eat what we can grow at the space station. And this is when I was like, all right, I'm out of space exploration. <laughs> no pizza. Can't do I it. I'm not here for it. So what are they eating? Just like spinach and fucking beets and shit. Goodbye. Yeah. Also, everyone on Earth drives a Volkswagen bug now. They drive them. I said they drive. Play it again, Melissa. I definitely said drive. Drives, drives, drives. <laughs> anyway, everyone on Earth now drives a Volkswagen Bug. It's so weird. That's so 2049. I've always said that. Every single person <laughs> on Earth. I mean, I like those cars. They're death traps, but they're cute. Aunt Judy goes to wash her hands because she's Aunt Judy. And some kids are just sitting at the restaurant and they're making fun of Xenon's totally fucking rad outfit let's be real she looks great and one girl comes over to xenon and is making fun of her and xenon makes fun of her face and then Aunt judy comes back and she's like you know what Aunt judy i don't want to try burgers and pizza anyway are we not gonna talk about the creepy little boy that's just staring xenon down just fully staring at her oh you mean greg horrifying gregory he's literally just sitting across the way just creepy staring at her i hate it he thinks she's really pretty and you can do it in a less creepy way yeah it was really creepy actually it was very strange it was not well was a no for me so they leave and they go to aunt judy's house which is really fucking nice 
Yeah, what does Aunt Judy do besides be annoying? I thought she was a weird germaphobe, spinster, like afraid to do everything person. She clearly has a really nice job, so she must not be that afraid. But she also constantly apologizes for being inept. Like she literally constantly is like, I'm sorry, I don't know anything. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> I don't know I'm anything so sorry. about children. I'm sorry. And I'm, like, I'm scared of taking risks. Like, ma'am. But then she's also like, I'm a gardener. Look at my flowers. Look at my giant, super expensive million dollar mansion that I live in all by myself. <laughs> Aunt Judy's fucking weird, bro. What a weirdo. Xenon is in her new bedroom and she tries to call Nebula on her data pad or whatever the fuck it's called. Her iPad. And she can't <laughs> call Nebula because her parents blocked it. She can only call her parents. They're so rude. Honestly, that's pretty disrespectful. She just can't even talk to her friends. Come on now. So it's the first day of school for Ms. Xenon and everything goes wrong. First of all, Xenon's real name is Radon. Why Why would your parents do that to you? But then also, how did you get Xenon out of Radon? I mean, it's her middle name. I don't know. What the fuck? Also, she was born on Earth. So do you yeah. think the parents knew they were moving to space? I was literally just about to say that she was five when they moved on to the space station. So she was born on Earth and they looked at an Earth baby and said, right on Xenon car. So Xenon gets introduced to her class, which never happens in real life. They don't do that. They just give you your fucking paper and they say, this is first period. Have a great life. It's also seemingly the smallest big town in the world because the same fucking kids that were at the restaurant that made fun of her are her classmates and so it's the girl who she called ugly and fucking greg the staring boy and they're four friends right so they have swim class i don't know i'm not here for it yeah we don't have that in florida that's annoying yeah um so the rude girl pushes xenon into the water and xenon can't swim because she's lived in space her whole life uh, apparently they don't have a space pool i don't know but also you would think water would be more similar to space than the ground is right i don't know but anyway <laughs> cute 90s haircut boy greg saves her and she's like i didn't need help <laughs> and I, i'm like xenon sissy you were straight drowning so uh, no a feminist icon she said i don't need no man to save me i was gonna figure it out i was gonna drown bitch. <laughs> so then we have a science class again there's no real science class like this anywhere on earth mm -mm. and they are heating up a test tube and they accidentally blow it up and light the whole lab on fire because Xenon um, uses Celsius in space, duh, and stupid fucking Americans in 2049 are still using Fahrenheit. Get it together. And then at lunch, Xenon gets like an apple and like a pear or something. <laughs> she doesn't know what earth food is. Because she doesn't know what any of the earth food is. And then she goes to check out, but she doesn't have money because they didn't have money in space. So then earth boy Greg tries to help her so he pays for her lunch and then he starts speaking to her with earth slang and she doesn't understand any of it she's like you just insulted me and i'm gonna go and he was like no i was complimenting you <laughs> like it's literally me talking to all the 18 year olds at my job i'm like i don't know what language you're speaking but it is not english i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> she's like i already have space friends i don't need earth friends bye <laughs> bye greg greg there's something we're gonna learn about greg later that is gonna make me just i'm so overjoyed to talk about it <laughs> i cannot wait so anyway xenon goes back home with aunt judy also judy like we're still naming people greg and judy in 49 2049 <laughs> no we're not <laughs> um so they get home um from school and aunt judy's house has been broken into but they didn't take nothing 
Yeah, they just like ransacked part of the house and then Xenon's room and not on Judy's room. And she's like, that's weird. Moves on. And then Aunt Judy is like apologizing to the police for calling the police because she was scared because somebody broke into her house. Aunt Judy, you don't need to apologize. You need therapy, mama. Sis does need therapy for sure. You're allowed to call the police when somebody breaks into your house. No, it's not allowed. So Xenon is fully convinced that it was Lutz and Wyndham and Aunt Judy is like, Uh, There's no way. Like, what would these two old men want to do with a teenage girl and her aunt? Like, what could they possibly want for me? And Xenon's like, no, they're up to something. I know it was them for sure. Okay, whatever. Moving on. (laughs) Doesn't believe her at all. So the next day or like a few days or like Tuesday afternoon, Xenon (laughs) is in like a computer lab and she she's trying to hack into the Wyndham systems from her like school computer. (laughs) Okay, sis. And she asks Greg for help because he's the only person that talks to her and uh, she needs his help with earth computers. And he's like, you know, I'd really love to help, but I am a horse boy and I do in fact need to go to the <laughs> stables and tend to the horses. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. A horse boy. Earth boy Greg is in fact a horse boy. They had to do it to him. So Greg is like, anyway, do you want to see a horse? And she's like, of course, I don't want to see a horse. And then two seconds later, she's like, I mean, I think I do actually want to see a horse. (laughs) Imagine you live on like a space station. You've never seen animals. And then one of the first ones you see is a fucking horse. (laughs) I wonder if she saw them on like TV, though. Probably. So horse boy Greg takes Xenon to the stables and she is petrified of the horses because they're fucking huge. But he somehow convinces her to still ride a horse with him. And I'm like, okay, says bet. You're not even going to mention the horse's gorgeous name. Oh, I didn't write Mr. it Mr. Pogo the horse. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Mr. Pogo. Pogo. Oh, I'm nobody so sorry. is allowed to name horses anymore. Okay, if you need your horse named, please give me a ring a ding ding because <laughs> we are not accepting Pogo as a horse name ever again. Not Pogo. So Greg and Xenon take a ride on Pogo the horse to like a lake or something, the ocean. And then he's like, do you want me to buy you dinner? And I'm like, what the, how old are these fucking kids? And then I realized that Xenon's like 15 at least or some shit. I thought she was like 12 at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I guess they're wrong. Well, they're in high school. He's got to be at least 15 if he's holding down a stable boy job. I don't know. I guess he could be 14 if it's like a family business. Yeah, we we never get clarification on that. I legit thought they were like 10 at the beginning of the movie. And I'm like, oh, no. Okay, they're like not 10. So at dinner, Xenon has onion rings for the first time ever. Xenon had a lot more than onion rings. She has a euphoric experience and then orders everything on the menu. And Greg is like, um, how am I supposed to pay for this? I'm just a mere staple boy. (laughs) Greg's like, I make 10 cents an hour. (laughs) This was like seven years worth of work that you just... Like eight. She didn't even eat it all, actually, because there goes Greg's car fund <laughs> on Xenon's fucking dinner. They literally get up to leave because Xenon sees Lutz in the crowd and gets nervous that he's following her. So they get up to leave and they eat nothing. 
it's so sad. There's so many onion rings left. <laughs> they didn't even get a doggy bag. <laughs> so sad. So Xenon and Greg run down to the beach next to the restaurant they were eating at. And they're trying now to hack into the Windcom system. You guys are seven years old. Why are we hacking into systems out here? I guess Greg is a master hacker, stable boy, master hacker. He's got a lot of, you know, talents, I guess. And they find out that Wincom has no money. So they're like, how are they going to be funding the space station with 5,000 bajillion million trillion dollars that they don't have? So Xenon and Greg are having a discussion trying to figure out what it was that set Lutz off to continue to follow Xenon after they arrived to Earth. And she's describing their final interaction. And when she pretends to put her hair behind her ear like she did in the conversation, which if if this were me retelling the story, I would not remember that I put my hair behind my ears during the conversation. Like, okay. Right. I put my right hand in my pocket and then I put my left hand. Like, you wouldn't remember that. <laughs> no. Um, but then Greg sees the disc in her earring and was like, hey, were you wearing that earring? Maybe it has something to do with that. And then she was like, oh my God, it's a computer disc. What? And so then they start to figure out that the secret is in the disc that she saw Let's use in the memory bank. So Greg takes Xenon home. They have a little moment and then it starts to rain and Greg leaves before they can have a little kissy moment because Xenon gets nervous. And then Aunt Judy comes out and is like hyping Xenon up. She's like, you've been on Earth for two minutes and I've had more dates than I've had in my entire life. So pop off, sis. So the next day, the kids are at the bully girl's house. Margie is her name. Again, we're naming children Margie in 2049. I hate it here. And they're trying to break into the computer chip. So there's a nerdy kid named Andrew and he's got a laptop and he's trying to hack the computer chip. Also, Andrew, the nerdy kid, is x-ray from holes. And Margie's really jealous that no one wants to ride in her dad's hover limo. Uh, basically, nobody likes Margie at all, really. I think she just has snacks or something. She fully threatens to tell Wincom that they're like looking into them. And then she also bullies Xenon for the fact that she won the contest and she can't be in space to see Microbe. Like, girl, shut the fuck up. Go sit down. So nerdy kid Andrew, his laptop gets destroyed by a bug and it's literally like a digital bug on the screen that makes his laptop blow up. But don't worry, guys, because Andrew made an undo file to bring up to the space station to bring it back online. So basically what happened to his laptop is going to happen to the space station. AK the space station gonna blow up. But also, how did this five-year-old create an undo for this bug that's literally going to kill people? Like to move the story along. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. So Xenon FaceTimes her mom, and her mom doesn't believe her that Mr. Lutz put a bug in their system. Also, they talked to the lieutenant of the space station. And his name is Oreo, but it's spelled, I need you guys to get ready for this, O-R-I-E-U-X. Best name in the movie. Is this Grimes and Elon Musk's next kid? Like, I don't, (laughs) what's happening here? Oreo. I don't understand. I think they broke up, hon. They just had another baby. Speaking of space. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> they literally just had another baby oh like a month God. ago. I hate that. Another that. weird name. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, nobody believes Xenon. When Xenon gets home, Mr. Lutz is waiting outside for her. And she's like, listen, Mr. Lutz, if you get me to space, I will give you the disc slash earring. It works. Yeah. He's like, OK, we'll do that. Sounds good. So she hands over the disc slash earring. And Greg is like, no, don't take him at his word. And she's like, have a little faith, Greg. And then fucking Mr. Lutz leaves with the chip and he's not taking Xenon to space. But she also played him because it's just nail polish on a little round thing that she handed him. So it's also not the right disc. Yeah, Xenon knows what she's doing. Get it, girl. So Andrew Nerdy Kid, he hacks Xenon's iPad. <laughs> he literally jailbreaks it. <laughs> yeah, because she's got to call Nebula and tell Nebula to send her the time of the next cargo ship that's going to go up to the space station. She's going to count herself as cargo to get her ass back home <laughs> so we cut to nebula and leo which is like the little adorable child who is a fashion icon and we cut to nebula and leo breaking into the cargo area so they can check the cargo schedule mm -hmm. uh, the next cargo ship leaves literally that night dun, dun, dun. but then some shit goes down and the power in the space station shuts off. For three fucking hours. Yeah. Don't you think they would have run out of air if they didn't have <laughs> air running? Like you're in a space station. There's not just air. That's very true. <laughs> and so now these two children are locked into this room for three hours. They're like shallow breaths, shallow breaths. <laughs> what the fuck? Also, I would like to mention that Xenon said that, oh, it was weird things happening. And mom and dad were like, no, everything's fine when the ship is fully falling apart around them. Liars. Fully. So Greg and Xenon are standing out on the balcony and they're just chatting away because they're 14 year olds in love <laughs> and they go to kiss one another. That's fine, Xenon. Your parents aren't about to fall out of the fucking sky or anything. Let's worry about kissing boys. Okay? Priorities. Okay. Priorities. Well, anyway, they don't. They bump faces. It's super <laughs> it's awkward. So uncomfortable. And then they try again and then they kiss gooder this time. <laughs> gooder. They kiss gooder this time. They kiss more good this time. <laughs> so yeah, don't worry about your parents falling out of space, Xenon. Kiss the boy. Everything's fine. <laughs> anyway, Andrew, uh, nerdy boy, and Xenon and Greg, and then some other random fucking kid, they steal a car. The cars are like self-driving. Go Tesla. It's another VW Beetle, though. I want everyone to know it's a self-driving VW Beetle this time. And I think orange when the earlier one was yellow. So, yeah. So the random kid is going to drive Xenon and Greg and Andrew to the cargo ship. And then Margie's like, you know what? I think I do want to come, even though I think Xenon stole Greg from me. And Greg's like, yeah, we were never an item. Um, it's so awkward. Ever. And she's like, I guess I'll ride in the trunk. <laughs> like, Margie, you don't need friends this badly mama you don't need to be riding in people's trunks okay maybe if she wasn't a bully and trying to force a boy to date her who wasn't dating her she wouldn't have to ride in the trunk <laughs> so anyway they get to the space seaport 
thing space it's the shuttle. same one that she got dropped <laughs> off at yeah. apparently it's the only one no it's different it's not the <laughs> same at all anyway the ship already left that fucking sucks and xenon is stressing <laughs> out fucking sucks because her parents and her best friends are about to fall out of the fucking sky and nobody will believe her and margie is like dang that really sucks that microbe is probably going to be up there too when the spaceship falls because you know margie's only out here looking out for herself looking out here for microbe and no one else <laughs> yeah and xenon's like holy shit you're right microbe still has to get up to the space station i'll just ride with them a genius so xenon's like great i'll just ride up to space with protozoa and his band microbe uh the next day for their show so the children all arrive at the Wincom facilities and they pull up and Xenon's like, yo, I'm Xenon Carr. I'm the winner of the contest. And the security guy's like, we're told to arrest you. And Xenon's like, bet. And they just blow through the glass gate. Why is the gate glass? I don't know, but it is. And <laughs> the awesome movie effect. And the self-driving car just blows right through it. And Xenon and Greg kiss. Love that for them. They're getting really good at it. (laughs) And Xenon manages to sneak backstage using a tray full of drinks to hide her face. Yeah, she's a 14-year-old server now. Okay, pop off, sis. She makes it backstage and she talks to Protozoa and she's like, hey, I'm your winner. I need to get back up to space. And Protozoa is like, okay, let's go. Pretty much. Yeah. And security is like, no, we can't do that. And Protozoa goes, I'm Protozoa. I do whatever the fuck I want. And then Xenon gets on the ship. Yep. (laughs) So Aunt Judy arrives and she's looking for Xenon because obviously Xenon has not come fucking home. And she's like, damn, I was supposed to watch this kid and I already lost her. It's been like four days. (laughs) She's Yeah. Aunt Judy, you suck. You suck at being a guardian. (laughs) And her parents sent her to Earth to live with Aunt Judy. What a bunch of idiots. Yikes. So Aunt Judy finds Mr. Wyndham and Mr. Lutz and is like, where is Xenon? I know she's here. And they're like, wait, what? And Aunt Judy's like, yeah, I know she's trying to get to space today. Mr. Wyndham and Mr. Lutz are like, you don't you don't think she somehow got on the the ship with microbe and and protozoa do you and so they run onto the ship and aunt judy follows and now aunt judy and mr windham and mr lutz are all on the ship with xenon and microbe and the ship takes off and when it takes off mr windham and mr lutz they tumble back to the cargo area and xenon locks them in she like slides down the like <laughs> middle of the ship and i'm like okay sis all right um also aunt judy's like well i guess i'm going to space she is true <laughs> truly terrified like she is not having it (laughs) so they get to the awesome cgi space station that looks really (laughs) good microbe gets off of their little shuttle bus and walks into this ship station that's quite literally falling apart around them like it literally shuts down while they're getting off of the bus shuttle thing and uh protozoa is like everything okay here and everyone's like yeah yeah no yeah everything everything is great we're not slowly dying it's fine commander planks like second in command i don't remember her name she's like holding protozoa's hands and i'm like seems like a bit much ma'am but i would be trying to do the same thing she's fully standing there like arched back looking all (laughs) trying to look all cute with protozoa she's like let me take you to where you'll be staying holds his hand okay i don't think he needs you to hold his hand mama no he needed a handhold that's what i heard (laughs) is that customary in space yes Mr. Wyndham and Mr. Lutz, they finally get out of the cargo area because they're banging on the door and the 
captain people open up the cargo area and they demand that they leave the space station as soon as possible because yeah it's about to fall out of space in case you forgot yeah but they can't do that they have to like charge the shuttle and charge give the it shuttle battery and give it they gotta plug gas. in the shuttle <laughs> Or whatever it is. Oh, it's 2049. We are not using gas, honey. I don't know. (laughs) So Xenon is running around the ship trying to find her parents and to tell them what's going on. And they run into Commander Plank. Then Aunt Judy catches up to them. And then Wyndham and Lutz also catch up to them. And they're all yelling at each other. But Commander Plank is just staring at Aunt Judy like he wants to fuck. Yeah, now is not the time, sweetheart. He's making eyes at her. We got to save the space station. Yeah, and Wyndham is saying that Xenon is coming up with this elaborate story to lie about Wyndham and Lutz. Like, what would this 12-year-old get out of that, sir? Like, what... Make She's it make sense. Crazy. She is crazy. So Xenon gets taken away to Plank's office and um Xenon calls Greg and Andrew because apparently she can't make calls on the space station because like the space station Wi-Fi is out or something. I don't know, but she can somehow call Earth. <laughs> so Andrew has to call Nebula to break Xenon out of Plank's office. They just wanted them all to be friends. So Xenon gets broken out of Commander Plank's office by nebula and her space buddies plank and xenon's parents are in the memory bank trying to figure out what they could possibly do to fix everything and then there's a countdown that starts that is literally going to be the space station i don't know shutting off imploding never a good sign it's it's a countdown and xenon just waltzes in puts the little disc in and everyone's shouting at her like don't do it don't do it and she's like no i know how to do the thing and then she has to enter like a passcode that she can't remember and then she remembers it when there's literally a second left before it's going to implode she saves the day good job and then obviously Lutz and Wyndham are arrested because they are they've been caught they they've been caught and guess what Wyndham not a robot (laughs) yeah well I really I call shenanigans I think he's a robot there must have been like an alternate ending I really need to know I also want to know why Xenon's mom is so like okay with going back to earth I have many questions anyway (laughs) so to celebrate not falling out of uh space and plummeting to a black hole somewhere microbe is still gonna play their concert I would like to talk about how protozoa just has glitter all over his face protozoa please call me I'm loving it. Me too, sis. I always wear glitter on my face too. So Xenon wanted Protozoa to dedicate the song to her one and only love, Greg, back on Earth. You can do Horse better, boy, sis. Greg. <laughs> and then she also asked for her dance with Protozoa to go to her BFF Nebula instead. I mean, Xenon literally had like a two hour flight to become best friends with Protozoa. So mm-hmm. I think dancing on stage with them is not as important. You know Absolutely. Absolutely. And then they play the bop that is boom, boom, boom. Make my heart go zoom, zoom, zoom. A supernova girl. Honestly, a really good song. It's pretty good. Also, why did, I guess it's the only relevant song of theirs, but why did Xenon dedicate that song of all songs to Greg? I don't. She was like, I'm your supernova girl. I don't or know. Or is he the supernova girl? <laughs> no, he's the horse boy. <laughs> Change the words to just horse boy. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom, boom. My horse boy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Pretty much. That was it. Yeah, that's the end of the movie. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Xenon saves the day. Nebula gets to dance with Protozoa. I don't know if she ever sees Horse Boy again. There is a sequel. We're never going to watch it. No, I'm kidding. Maybe one day. We'll watch it in 2049. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the sequel, it's Xenon the sequel. Probably takes place much later because they're like way older. Yeah. Would you like to go first, ma'am? You know what? I think I will. This really was one of my favorite DCOMs. Like I, this was really like God tier for me. Like this is one whenever it would come on, I would want to watch it. Who doesn't fucking love Protozoa? I mean, what a heartthrob. <laughs> I love this movie. I gave it a seven out of 10. It is my number 48. Actually, I put it below Encanto, but above Dumbo. We're very, very close. I like this movie too. It's just a lot longer than I remember it being. And I guess as an adult, I just, there's a lot of stuff that they could have cut out, but then there was also so many unfinished plot lines that I was like, I don't know what is actually happening. Um, So I too gave it a seven out of 10. Mine is at number 45. It is underneath Ratatouille. I know, shocking. I'd rather watch Ratatouille than this. That um, is shocking. <laughs> but it's above Pooh's Adventure Search for Christopher Robin. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's Pooh's Grand Adventure Search I'd, for The what? Search for Christopher Robin. <laughs> like, Please whatever. do not get the title wrong. I literally just called it Pooh Adventure in my notes. So, <laughs> Oh, man. We such a good a, one. We love a good Pooh Adventure. Oh, my gosh, Kat. We haven't guessed a movie in so long. I'm very excited and very nervous. Are you ready for your hints? Yes. This is going to be a Pixar movie. A Pixar movie. (laughs) No guesses? Okay. No, No, there's so many. I know every fucking word to this movie. Every single word. Um, There's not really any villains in this movie. I guess you could consider humans the villains, but there's not really a villain. Is it Wally? No. Oh, damn. That was a good guess, though. Uh, There's a lot of blue in this movie. I'd say this movie is blue heavy. Is it Nemo? Yep. Finding Nemo. This one of my favorites too. How have we not done Finding Nemo? <laughs> I don't know. I also know every word to this movie is embarrassing. <laughs> I love this movie so much. Oh no, that means we're eventually going to have to watch Finding Dory though. Yeah, in like 10 years. When we watch the sequel, we'll watch freaking Finding Dory. That movie makes me cry so... I can't even talk about it. I will start crying when I, know, I talk right? about that movie. Anyway, Finding Nemo, one of my favorite movies. I'm excited. Real quick, again, Spotify has reviews now, so a lot of you listen on Spotify. Please give us five stars. Also, if you listen on Spotify, but you have an iPhone, if you could go over to Apple Podcasts, if you still have that app on your phone and give us five stars there or leave us a review, that is super helpful. Apple Podcasts is kind of like the important one and we're really trying to like get the pod out there. So if you do have an Apple device. If you could go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and give us five stars, that would be super helpful. We are on Instagram. We are on the Twitter. We do polls every month on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to see our outfits that we wear when we're recording, because we dress like icons, let me tell you. (laughs) Follow us on TikTok for our OOTDs. And we also post a lot of other really funny stuff. Yeah. If you're trying to see these house slippers I got on right now, you better follow on the TikTok. (laughs) You know what? I'm saying. If you want to see us dropping it low, painted green, you're going to want to give us a follow on the top. Heck yeah. Also, you have until May 1st to sign up for Patreon to get your tragical merch box. Do you want to see the theme, Kat? Do we want to say it together? No. Oh. (laughs) Okay, I can say it. 
<laughs> I got really excited. Okay, we can say it together. Okay, one, two, three. Medieval! medieval. <laughs> They're so they're going to be medieval themed this year. We already so. got the stickers. Yeah. And they're so cute. So if you want a medieval tragical merch box, go ahead and join us on Patreon by May 1st. May 1st. And then we ship them in like whenever the fuck we feel like. I think last year it was like July or August or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, you have to join by May 1st to get a merch box. Yeah. And make sure you guys are reading your messages if you're on Patreon yeah. so you can get all the information. Exactly. I think that's it. I think so. Okay, bet. We love you guys. Um, Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, Major. <laughs> bye, Major. <laughs> These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams. Which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. So while they're playing their bop of all bops, Xenon made a few requests to Protozoa. Um, So she wanted this song to be donated to her one and donated? only love. Dedicated? That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying right now. Really scared. No more milkshakes for you. Tragical.